Welcome to Kill the Lights, More Than an Athlete. I'm your host, Chad Hall. In this 12-episode podcast series, you'll hear from the source. You'll hear from 12 different Piedmont University athletes about their plans following college athletics. Follow along with this series and see how they're more than an athlete. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of Kill the Lights More Than an Athlete. I'm your host, Chad Hall, and joining me today is track and field athlete at Piedmont University, Chris Donsero. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good, man. I appreciate you for having me on today. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate it as well. Chris, what is your major? Uh, I am a sports communication major. Okay, so we're in the same field. That's that's Hey, that's a good sign. That means you get a little glimpse into what you got to do come next semester uh, let's not do that yeah all right <laughs> that's fine um chris why did you choose to come to piedmont university um you know being a senior in high school and not really knowing what the next path was i knew one thing and one thing only is that i wanted to go play a sport in college i wanted to be a collegiate athlete no matter what no matter how i had to get it what sport it was whether it was basketball or track and field which i'm you know currently into now um I just think Piedmont gave me the best option to do both. And when I say both, I mean to run track and be an athlete and also better my uh, education career. Okay. So. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about all that um, later. Chris, I know you're a first-semester senior, and you'll be finishing up in the spring. You were initially supposed to finish up in the fall with us, but right. I mean, you got to take your, take your last year of eligibility. Why not, yeah, right? got to. So – um, have you begun thinking about what's next after athletics? Do you have a certain career field in mind? Are you looking at any potential suitors? Like, have you gone into your job search at all yet? Um, yes and no. Uh, I tried this past summer to get into some more internships. Um, obviously, we have the internship we do here mm-hmm. for you know graduation for graduation purposes and things like that. But I have looked into uh, trying to work for TNT and and CNN as well. Okay. Uh, Keeping it local. Yeah, trying to. I'm trying to. I mean, I don't want to necessarily stay in Georgia, you know, or the Atlanta area, Atlanta area for my life. But mm-hmm. I mean, if that's where I have to start out at, it's it's better to start there with a place that I'm familiar with. Sure. And then, you know, pay that. Yeah, and I think Atlanta's a good good place to be as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's expensive, but I mean the opportunities are very large in Atlanta and going back off of what you said I've looked at a internship in Atlanta as well I looked at Georgia Tech athletics for a potential internship a postgraduate internship don't know if it's paid or not but mm-hmm. that's dude Atlanta is it's just it's a it's a huge place just it's full of jobs there's anything you can want to do there it's right. probably available there right. which is interesting to say that Chris you're from Georgia correct uh I mean I don't claim it Right, because I wasn't born here. Okay, I will say I I was I was raised here, so you could say I'm from Georgia. Yeah. So you you be, you were born in New Orleans. Okay, and Louisiana, you yeah. you moved here at a young age, mm-hmm. and you you grew up here. Pretty much. What part of Georgia? Uh, Sandy Springs. Okay. Oh yeah, that's not not too it's bad. Not too, not too far, not too bad. You know. So. So, going back to the job aspect of everything, uh, do you have any job offers on the table? On the table right now, no. Okay. Uh, you know, not. For the career-wise. Okay. You know, but obviously being a college student, you kind of want to have, you know, some some way you have income kind of coming in. 
But career wise, no, not at all. I haven't even. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. Like I haven't really reached out to anyone about a job. Job. Sure. Just you know, little internships on the side. You know, here and there. Okay. So, what's a potential field for you? What's your desired destination? Uh, when I first started sportscom, I wanted to be a journalist. Okay. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to write, do you know, either be a beach writer or, you know, just go all out and be the writer for a specific team or anything. Cool, yeah. But, you know, uh, now, I mean, I still want to do that, but I'm not going to lie. Being a broadcaster is not bad. Like, I would love to go do play-by-play for a basketball team right. or play-by-play for a football team even. Like, I, I think being that type of guy is – not necessarily a natural calling for me because I'm. I, I want to say I, I'm not a big. I'm a soft spoken kind of guy. Right. Right. But I think being being that and being around the sport so much, I I, I love it, dog. Yeah, and we've had we've had some good experiences doing basketball together for right. Piedmont, and you know the, when you talk about broadcasting and Piedmont gives you the opportunity to do that, which I've also found extremely important and it's it's very valuable to us especially who have considered it as a field or have completely like set all of our focus on being a broadcaster whether it be on the radio Mm -hmm. whether it be on on a live stream or whatever it may be and i think that's what's super fascinating but i've i've been on the same same path you are and i've considered broadcasting but ultimately i don't think i'm gonna pursue it so what, what do you want to pursue then sports information mm. yeah. so you want to be sid yep ah yeah i like that I like yeah that. and um we've we've been around one of the best in the game yeah thankfully yeah, yeah definitely danielle is definitely danielle percival is, is yeah. definitely one of those shout out yeah definitely. yeah and if if i get the chance to work for her i want to work for her oh i would love to do it just like barlow yeah. i do it yeah piedmont graduate yes. davis barlow he's yes. he's living he's living our dream right now honestly yes. and it's a great place to start because this this can really filter you into the real world and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a little bit but that's why piedmont is so it's under the radar it's very underrated it's it's a lot of opportunities here right? that's they, it really is yeah and, i mean even just in our department alone you know with dbc and Joe, Joe, like, yeah, and Dr. Moss, Dr. Moss, even Laura, Laura, yeah, and can't forget about Jackson, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And it's so many people here that can put you on a path to do great things. It just you just have to listen to them, yeah, make you have to make time, you have to do the things that you need to do and talk to them, actually sit down, have a conversation with them, and you, you will, you would be golden right and what's so awesome is you get a glimpse into a lot of fields being within mass and sportscom here at piedmont and it's if they notice that you've got some potential they're gonna they're gonna continue to push you Mm -hmm. and they're gonna talk to you and they're gonna be like hey are you actually interested in being so and so being a journalist being a beat writer going into radio and the opportunities are endless and one of our our uh previous station managers madison got mm-hmm. she got a good good gig it's local mm-hmm. and she's she's working at a radio station because of her experience and what she was able to do on our school's radio station and it's a, uh, it's pretty it's pretty awesome yeah it is I mean, and i'm i'm so happy for her i even even when you think about uh brett like what brett is doing yeah out and in, uh what north dakota yeah he's yeah. he's out there oh, yeah. yeah he's out there he's very far yeah but uh another name jayla jayla dodson new like, york jets she, but now she's with the nba team 
What? Yes. Who's she with? Brooklyn uh, Nets? I don't know. I don't know the team. I do not know the team. But she was with the Jets last mm-hmm. year. She ran their entire social media. And then now she's with the NBA team. I, I really don't know which one. I remember yeah. um, uh, Coach Peeps said it at the team interview, the team meeting. Really? We had at the beginning. Yes. Dog. That's yeah. awesome. And even even when Coach Peoples, our athletic director, notices all of this success. Yeah, he tries to help. Exactly. And Piedmont has so many resources, and I think a lot of people forget about it. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, man, we got some of the best. Definitely. Um, Chris, we're going to stick with outside athletics. Mm-hmm. Have you had any unique opportunities, internships, potential like suitors, anybody that's been looking into you or anything? Um. Other than pers- other than Danielle and her crew, uh, working with them as an internship for school, uh, my father has a friend who works for TNT, which I have been. That's that's why I'm trying. There's to There's a resource. Yeah, I'm saying exactly yeah. my point. So that's why I'm trying so hard to get that internship done because I feel like once I get my foot in the door, I'm just gonna take off because. Yeah. Uh, I I don't say that I'm a great writer, but I think I have what it takes to be a great writer. Yeah. To be a journalist, uh, obviously, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, I'm soft spoken, so the the voice to be a broadcaster isn't there yet, but I I can get it there if I need it to be. Sure. So I feel like me having that resource in my back pocket and and trying to pay the way for myself, I can do that. Yeah, and I mean you've got DBC and Joe who are both very very decorated in those fields Mm -hmm. specifically that that's a good resource and a great connection to have and the networking that this school and this department provides is outstanding so you speak of the tnt and i know that i mean it's if you get that internship i think the turnover from interns to hired paid employees is i don't know what the conversion rate is but I imagine it's pretty high. I think it, I, I actually, I think I looked it up uh, this summer, and I think it was about 67%. Sure. That's a two-thirds of anybody who's I taking mean, an internship. two yeses and a no. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's one <laughs> way to put it for sure. Two yeses and a no. Um, so transitioning back to the, the athletic side of things, mm-hmm. what is your favorite Piedmont sports memory from your team and another team on campus. My team? Oh, man. Well, you're pretty decorated, right? Okay, let's not do that. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I keep up. I keep uh, up. I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, for me, uh, being coming in as a freshman and breaking the school record was pretty big for me. Sure. But I don't even want to talk about myself because I'm not like that. Like yeah. so I would say as a as a team, as a track team, I think winning our first winning conference my first year, the year after COVID, mm-hmm. I think that was pretty big. Yeah. I think how many conference championships do you have? Two. Two? Yeah. That's two in four years. Yes. It's fifty percent? Yeah. We well I I'm gonna be honest, I think we would have had three if COVID never happened. Sure. So I yeah, I would have had two if COVID exactly. never happened. Exactly. Yeah. So I th- I think as a team as a track team, I think winning that conference last year – well, not last year, but well, we won last year too. Yeah. But not the first year, year, but the very first year. Right. I think that was a big, big, big achievement. And another team on campus, being there for the women's soccer final, uh, final last year. Last year for the very first mm-hmm. CCS, yeah, I think that has it. I think that has it. Because yeah. that, that, that game-winning goal and the PK penalty time and then being on the field and bum-rushing the field with them – 
I think that was big. It's awesome. That was very fun. Yes. Yeah, and women's soccer is very successful. Yes. I've seen three conference championships from women's soccer since I've been here. I've seen one women's basketball. I think I've seen. I haven't seen a women's basketball when they played here my freshman year. That was awesome. That's when they beat uh, Berea. I think so. Yeah. And I, back in the I, USA, I South, I wasn't here. Throwback, yeah. But I, I was. I was on the phone with Anthony Jordan, another Ant Man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Another great Piedmont, Piedmont legend. legend. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was yep. on the phone with him when they were playing. When the buzzer went off and the girls won that year. They had so. that team was that team was stacked. Yeah. We've got to watch a lot of basketball, you and I. Mm-hmm. And we've seen some good teams, and we've seen some okay, okay teams. teams yeah. yeah, and this year we're, we get one more shot at it. Hopefully, hopefully they're good this year. Yeah, but you and I get another get another crack at it, yeah, and then I'm, I'm it's all you. I'm I ready. turn the reins over to you. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be cool. And luckily enough, in at Piedmont, mm-hmm. we get to really experience a lot athletically. Right. But Chris, academically. Mm-hmm. This place is challenging. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and definitely. on last week's episode, we spoke to Ryan Jolly on the show, and he he had he had a lot to attest for um, the rigor mm-hmm. and the strenuous activity that you have to go through as a as an athlete and as a student. Right. And we talk a lot about being more than an athlete here on the show, and. We're speaking to a bunch of different senior athletes, and there's one question that goes along that corresponds with that. And a lot of people think about athletes as just dumb jocks. Mm-hmm. And I think Division Three specifically attests to the notion that they are not, mm-hmm. that you have to go through a lot. So what do, what do you what do you believe? Do you believe that athletes here make a – special case or do you think that it's more widespread amongst division three athletes and being both highly successful academically and athletically um uh i think being here the last four years i think piedmont has grown a lot athletically and academically uh i feel i feel that people here make a great case for being you know not quote-unquote dumb jocks you know right uh i think everybody here you know uh i think peeps mentioned it at the meeting like i said earlier i think he um i think he mentioned uh oh my god i cannot remember what team but they had like a 3.3 team overall gpa and i mean that's big for a team yeah for for an entire team to have a 3.3 gpa like that's that's a great goal yeah and I, I think when people see that graphic, mm-hmm. they don't think it's a lot. And it, to un, to obtain and consistently have a 3.0 or higher mm-hmm. as a student athlete in college is hard. It's definitely tough. And men's lacrosse last year set the GPA record for their program at mm-hmm. a 3.0 cumulative GPA amongst everybody on the team, mm-hmm. which is that's the first time it's ever been done. And then – the women's sports are consistently oh yeah they're, amazing. Yeah, they're definitely it, they're consistently a three point or higher. Yeah, and it's it's three crazy five or me. higher. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right. And it's crazy because even like me being on a track team and having those same females on the bus with us when we travel, seeing them at practice and seeing everything that they're doing when we're there. And then not knowing what they're not like, not knowing what they're doing when we're not there is kind of like, 
it makes me think that all they do is study. Because having that rigor of taking a five, six, seven-hour bus ride to go compete for a weekend and then coming right back the same day after we compete – and then going to class the next day, I my body actually be like, yeah, I'm, I might not go to class today. Right. Like, and then I consistently see them in class. They're there doing They're their homework, right. studying after like studying after hours. It's eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. Twelve o'clock, I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. They're in the comments studying. Yeah. I just be like, dog. Like I like, and and that's not to say that I don't have a good GPA because I've brought my I've had a three point mm-hmm. semester GPA. For the last two three years. Yeah, me too. And so it's once you once you establish yourself and you and you start getting your wheels moving yeah. and everything starts connecting and you start getting into the stuff that you really care mm-hmm. about, that's when athletically and academically you start to really succeed. Yeah. And I think that attests for athletes being more than an athlete, and that's really what we want to highlight here in the show. And we want to talk about all the things that you're doing outside of athletics and what you're able to achieve. And that brings me to my next question. So when you think about athletes being just dumb jocks, do you think there are stereotypes and stigmas that surround Division Three athletes? I think when it comes to that, I, I think people look at Division Three as not even a little brother, maybe like a little cousin, Yeah, you know? Uh, and I, I remember this quote that one of my friends told me. Uh, I, I don't even remember his name. I don't remember when he told me. But I, I never forget. He was like, Division One guys have the talent, but they don't have the work ethic. Division Two have work ethic and, like, minimal talent. Division Three has talent. I mean, uh, no talent, but work, work ethic. Right? Sure. So when you take it like that, and then you put it towards the books, and when you talk about, like, like here we're at a liberal arts school. So mm-hmm. we have nothing to do but go to practice, do homework, yeah, socialize with our friends. Like, that's all we do here. Yeah. That's all I do anyway. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do the same right, thing. So it's like I, I want to get out of here because most people, when you talk to them and they're at Piedmont, they're like, oh, I don't want to be here. I'm just here to get my degree. Uh, I'm here to play my sport, yada, yada, yada. Right. And I think looking looking into that, I think people don't respect Division Three because, like I said, we're like a little cousin. Like we're not D one, we're not D two, we're not NAIA. So it's like they have no respect factor for guys in Division Three, and I think that's very bad. Like that's not good. I don't think because for me, I can I compete against Division One guys every track meet almost. Yeah. So I see them. I see what they're capable of. They're fast. Yes. Some of them are not faster than me though. Right. So, for a sport like mine, it's, it's about how fast you are. But I still think that I have better grades than most of those guys. Sure. And that's how, that's how I feel everybody at Piedmont should feel. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's a great point to make. I believe that Division Three, you are not just an athlete. Mm-hmm. You have to succeed in the classroom or you can't play. I have no choice. Yeah. You have to have the required GPA. You got to have the the amount of hours. You mm-hmm. you have to live on campus. Mm-hmm. There's so much being at a Division three liberal arts college that allows us to do both and do both well. Right. Like I I mentioned this last week on Ryan Jolly's episode, and if you walk in there, you can see the names on the academic honor roll mm-hmm. you can see the cosida academic all americans you can see everything that this athletic 
that that athletics in general at Piedmont are able to accomplish. Right. And that wraps us up, Chris, unfortunately. It's okay. But, Chris, I I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. and for having me. Giving your input on why athletes are more than just an athlete. Tune in next Friday at 6 p.m., wherever you get your podcast, and you'll hear from myself and J.C. Ponce, who is another women's track and field athlete, cross-country athlete. She is a record holder, and she is phenomenal in what she is able to do. You'll hear that all next week. Thank you for tuning in, and have yourself a wonderful weekend. And Thank you for listening to this episode of Kill the Lights, More Than an Athlete. This 12-episode podcast series features comments from 12 different Piedmont University athletes about their plans after college. New episodes are posted every Friday evening at 6 p.m. wherever you get your podcasts.